Well, good morning, everyone. I'm Steve Hamburg, lead pastor here at Vintage, and I am really glad that you were here. If you were a first-time guest, we're especially excited that you're here. And, and I want you to know, even as we talk this morning, that um, if you're new and wondering who is this people, we are a people who authentically love Jesus, honestly. We are, and we authentically love one another and in uh, and the context of family. And so if you're looking for a place to be and belong, to connect, we would just say, hey, we would love to talk to you about that and, and just to help you be here. And so with that, the greatest way for us to connect with you is with this Connect card. It looks like the one on the um, on the screen here, the one I just picked up. It's, so if you're seated the very on the left end of a row, so on this side of a row, there is a basket underneath that chair. And in that basket is that Connect card. And if you would take a moment to spill that out, just so we can know that you were here, there's space there to kind of just describe who you are. And, and on there's a place... Uh, where you can receive our weekly newsletter. And this is the best way to stay connected to what's going on at Vintage, just to connect with all the things that are going on, for ways for you to get connected. And so you can just check that box, and you'll begin getting our email newsletter. Also, we are, con- we are on social media uh, right here. It's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can just... Just type in Vintage 242 at any one of these three, and it'll come up, and it'll have all the things that are going on. Honestly, have all the pictures and all the, the slides we use for our announcements on there just to kind of keep you in the loop of what's going on and to help tell the story of what's going on at Vintage, just hearing some of the things that God is doing. So love for you to connect that way. If you are a first-time guest, as you leave today, and the Messinas are back here, and they're holding up one of these beautiful brown paper bags, right? Inside of that is one of these coffee mugs, and they would love for you to take that, introduce themselves, get to know you. Carl's pretty nice, but Laura's really nice, and she would just love to connect with you. No, seriously, just love you to connect with them just to get to know somebody, and they'll get you uh, that gift, and it would be awesome to have that. Okay, well, let's dive into a few announcements this morning. Number one, on this, uh, excuse me, on May 2nd, on a Tuesday night, 7 to 8, we're having our next night of prayer and worship here at Vintage at 7 p.m., Scripture is really clear. It says, my people shall be called or will be called a house of prayer. So the prayer is not just like that boring time where you come and just kind of go through the list of praying for Aunt Margie and Uncle Ned, whatever it may be, right? No, it's really coming to say, God, we want to connect with you. And so we come and worship. Harvest will lead us. It's a time of just connecting with the heartbeat of God. The idea for me, I, my mind, it's always as if we come in. And it's this, 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 this moment we stop together and allow this wave after wave after wave of God's love, his grace, and his mercy to pour over us. And as, as, as his waves crash over us, then he just kind of he begins to speak into us the things that are on his heart, the things we're praying into. So then we, we take time, we stop, and we pray for the needs at Vintage, needs in your life. We pray for the needs in our community, what's going on around us in the nation, whatever it may across the world. Just come to, to a time to connect with Jesus and really begin to intercede and pray together. So I want to invite you to come and be a part of that May 2nd, 7 to 8 p.m. here at Vintage. Next uh, is our Men's Appalachian Trail Hike, May 6th and 7th, Okay. So we recognize this is not for everybody, but it's for more of you than think that you're going to come, right? Like I think that there's, hey, if you can hike, then you can come. So I invite you to come. May 6th and 7th is a great way to connect. There's, some, there's nothing like physical exertion on the trail to help you connect 
with other people, right? And so I'd love you to come be a part of that. Graham Cossack sitting right. Graham, would you stand up just real quick so they can see your face? Just kind of stand up if you don't mind. This is Graham. He really kind of takes charge in all the things that are going on with men here at Vintage. I want you to see his face because if you want to connect with somebody and you're like, man, I just want to connect with men, Graham be the guy who can make that happen for you. And this would be the first place to make that happen. Thanks, Graham. I appreciate it. You can connect with them. Again, more details to come later. But connect with him today if you need to and let's talk about it. Third thing coming up is our ladies' night and crafting for mission. Now, Elizabeth over here, she sent me a nice, sent a nice text this week telling us exactly what we should and should not say. And the idea was really, really simple. She just wants you all to know it's not going to be lame, right? It's not going to be cheesy, but man, it's going to be a really, really important time. And a couple of things are happening in the midst of all of this. Number one, it is going to be fun, right? We're going to get together, all the ladies are together, music will be playing, and you're going to be doing some craft stuff. But it's not just craft, you know, you can do crafts for craft's sake, and you know, it's like craft, it's like, it's like crafting for crap, kind of feels like what it feels like, you know, I'm getting at, right? Like you get done, and you know, that was great hanging out, I'm just going to throw this away. And you feel like there's that period of time you have to wait before you throw it away because you spent so much time doing it. This is not one of those moments. We are crafting with a really intentional purpose together, basically saying, hey, we want to take our hangout time and connect it with our primary outreach, which is foster care in our local community. We're going to be creating these welcome sacks for local kids in foster care, whether it's families that are coming into foster care here at Vintage or also in our community. The idea of coming in and creating these Really, these welcome sacks, but really they're love sacks, right? You know what I mean by that? Like, we're going to come in and take these children and say, hey, listen, because you know what happens. You literally, I just made that love sack stuff. was pretty bad, pretty lame, right? But it's really what it is, right? Because you have, listen, so kind of dial back in. And you all have really bad minds, guys. Just love Jesus, man. So you take this over here, right? Seriously, pay attention. Foster children over here with their family. And the state comes in and rips them out and brings them over here, and they literally have nothing. And so we want to create these packs to say, when you come in, man, we're going to give you a soft blanket because Manny has something to cuddle with. We're going to give you a toy. We're going to give you toiletries. And we want you to have something that is yours so that when you step in, so that's what you're creating. You're creating these these incredible gift packs that children can have. So when they step in, we can hand it to them and they have something that belongs to them. We're partnering with a shop in Merida called Ivy Lane who are getting all these toys. And when you come, you're having fun, connecting, and you're going to be creating these gift packs that go to these children that are in need. So I would just say this to you ladies. If you, unless, you, unless you have something you have to do other than this, would you please come? Because the more of you that come, the more that we can create and the more children that are reached. Just so you know, literally be praying for this Thursday night. We're literally be doing a we're hosting a dinner, a foster care appreciation dinner here for every single foster parent in the entire county of Paulding County. The juvenile judge, Sandra Middle, she'll be here. Jim Provost will be here in charge of defects. And they're excited, and they're going to come, and we get to tell them, hey, we're creating these packs, and we can look at Jim and say, listen, and we'd love to partner with you because we're creating these for your foster children who are coming into care. And so that's what we're doing. So we'd love for all of you to come be a part of that. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it uh, be great. All right, so let me invite Timothy to come this morning. Timothy's going to be in charge of our morning, and uh, it's going to be amazing. I've already been here once, so you get to enjoy this. Uh, but Timothy's going to kill it this morning along with some of his good friends. So yes. it's going to be awesome. So you're in charge, man. Awesome. 
Sorry, I was hesitant because I was posting a, an embarrassing picture of Arden Woody for her birthday. Um, happy birthday, Arden. It's a picture of your face and you're smiling really big. Anyway, hey guys, I'm Timothy. I work at Vintage. Um, sorry, I'm going to be getting ready as I talk to you. Oh, geez. Um, I work at Vintage and um, my job is to hang out with people in 6th through 12th grade. Sometimes they stick around for longer and that's great with me. Um, so a couple years ago, Steve had this idea which I think is a fantastic idea, not just because Steve is my boss, but because he is a luminary amongst men, and every idea he has is fantastic, like love sacks. That was a... <laughs> I, so just so y'all know, when he like was like, all right, reel it back in, that was all me. Like I like looked back at Jimmy, and I was like, love sack. Like, it was the best thing. Like, that's... If you want to know what it's like, like, I do stuff like that with youth all the time. Like, I like put things together that shouldn't be put together, and they're like, nah, man, nah. And then we're derailed for 45 minutes. Isn't that right? Some of y'all know what that's like. Um, anyway, so Steve had this idea. And it was, so we view church not as just people who hang out together on Sunday mornings and sometimes other times. But it's an actual spiritual family. And so as such, we should be somewhat aware of what's going on in other places. And, and, and it's just not reasonable that that can happen all the time. Like, not all of y'all are going to be like, you know what, I'm just going to go hang out with children in the back. Some of y'all are like, no, never doing that. Um, but like, you, you don't really know what's going on with Gerilyn back there. or You don't know what's going on with youth. So um, Steve was like, we should carve out some time so that everybody can kind of be let in to what's going on. So this Sunday, um, we're going to be kind of like looking behind the veil at what's going on at youth. Usually, I would just say, hmm, what should I say to people? And then say it. And I realize something. That is stupid. Um, because I'm not the expert on that. The people it's happening to are the experts. So we're going to hear from some of our students today. Um, so let's just go ahead and get started. If you're coming up here right now, all your chairs are over here. So come get chairs. This is going to be a lot. We're going we're gonna to have to really cram it in here. Can somebody hook me up with a chair? Oh, thanks, Tyler. So here's the deal. These are all folks that come to Vintage and are in youth. So, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Will you grab that mic, Beth? Thank you. Sorry, we're real, we're real slick and well-produced, so I'm going to get, like, way over here. Yeah, here, you hold that. Uh, where, where's that handheld? Toby, you got a handheld already? I see you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Get it. Yeah, get it out from under there. Good job, good job. Are we going to fit? Keep going. Just keep going. We'll, we'll make it fit. We'll make it work. Toby, you're like 14 feet tall, so you can just stand, okay? Um, keep coming. Keep, keep, keep coming in. Is this going to work? Not everybody has a chair. Who doesn't have a chair? Only Toby? Ellen, can you, can, can you like come up right here? No, you're not always sitting on the ground. Hey, Jimmy, can you hand Toby a chair, please? Here, do this. Toby, take the stool and sit right here. Behind Keeley, and then give that chair to Ellen. Cool. All right. So let's give this here. Here you go, Josiah. All right. So these are so a couple things. This is not everybody. Are you really going to just talk the whole time, Beth? <laughs> Beth is Beth. Beth is a master interrupter. Just so you yes. know, habitual line stepper. Um, so here's the deal. Yeah. She's, she's, like a, she's like a cheerleader. She would, like, dismount perfectly and be like, hooray! Um, so, a so couple things before we start. This is not everybody. 
Um, there are, is it really not working? No, it's really fine. Uh, jokes over there. So this is not everybody. There are tons of students who are not up here um, who either didn't respond to my text messages or whose phone numbers I don't have. But these are some people. So last Sunday we baptized a bunch of people. Several of these folks got baptized. Some of these folks have been around for longer than I have. Some of them are very new to Vintage. But it's a good kind of representative of like all the kind of different folks we have at Vintage. And so really I just want to ask them some questions and uh, invite you all into what's going on. So here's the deal. Um, this isn't just like show and tell with some cool people. This is like we want to see what God is doing in us, because I think it's something that is available for everybody at Vintage. I think you're going to hear some stuff and be like, that's pretty cool. Like, and it's not just like, oh, that's cute for them, but like, I think it's good for everybody. So, um, is that good? We on the same page? I feel like I might have my back to some people. I'm sorry. Sorry, Katie. Can you see? Anyway. All right. So, um, real quick, uh, just give everybody your names real quick. I'm Megan Coltrane. Do you want me to say? Yeah, say where you go to school um, and what grade you're in. I'm, in. I'm a senior and I go to North Potting. All right, um, I'm Bethany Collins. I'm a senior at Harrison. Um, I'm Olivia Summers. I'm a sophomore at Harrison. I'm Emily Bond. I'm a senior at Harrison. I am Josiah Leone, and I'm a junior at East Paulding High School. He didn't know what grade he was in last service. He's like, I'm a junior. (laughs) I'm Keely Craven. Um, I go to North Paulding, and I'm a senior. I'm Mackenzie Strickland, and I'm a senior at North Paulding. Toby hit with a handheld. No, you said you first. Oh, oh I'm Toby Adie, and I'm a junior at Altoona High School. I'm Andrew Crawford, and I'm a freshman at Cornerstone. I'm Ellen Conley, and I'm a sophomore at Altoona. Good job. That was so good. The first part's down. So here's the deal. Um, I'm going to ask you all some questions, and we're just going to talk about it. I'm going to have to move on for time's sake a couple of times, so I'm sure that not everybody's going to get to say everything they want to say. So I'm sorry, but we're just, that's just the way it's going to work. Cool. All right. So first thing, um, just so everybody can kind of hear what's going on with y'all, um, I would love for y'all to kind of share like a one minute sort of spiritual biography, like where have you been, where are you now, and how did Vintage help you get there? Specifically Vintage. Okay. Um, good. All right. So who wants to start? Before the February of this year, um, I consider myself a Christian, but and I like knew about Jesus, but I was a pretty stagnant in my faith. I wasn't really growing, um, and I got to a point in my life where I seeked more. I just wanted to find something, and I saw that everyone went to this really cool Bible study, so I asked them about it, and I randomly just showed up to Bible study at Timothy's house one night and kind of walked in and was like, "Hey." And everyone was super awesome. And so Vintage has changed my life, and I'm growing in my faith a lot, and I love it here. Awesome. So what specifically do you feel like has helped you grow in your faith? Um, All the friendships that I've made, for sure. So people. Yes. Awesome. Beth, you look like you want to say something. I do. Okay. Um, So um, my family is, like, not the most religious family at all, really. When you say not the most religious, how, like? Like, we never go to church, and, like, now that I go to church, my parents kind of, like, judge me, and I'm like, ah. Like, <laughs> okay. God's cool, like, I promise. Um, but, so, like, growing up, I would always go to, like, church camp once a year, but it was mostly, like, just because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And then one day, uh, Emily Vaughn brought me to church, and I was like, hey, these people are cool. Like, this is fun. Like, God's an interesting dude. I want to <laughs> know more about him. So, Yeah. Now I'm here, and I love God, and I love all these people, and yeah. 
So specifically, what helped you get to that place where you're like, God's a cool dude? Um, my relationship with, like, everyone here. Like, Aww. yeah, because, you know, like, uh, I say, like, way too much. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So, so people, you would yeah. say with Mackenzie, people. Yes. Awesome. Keely, right. you look like you're chomping at the bit. Am I good? Yeah, you're good. Go for it. Okay. Um, like, with my family, they only went to church when it was mostly convenient for them. Mm-hmm. And then I met my boyfriend, Drake Henderson, and um, his mom's over there. That's Shout, out. Shout out, Glennis. <laughs> and she was like, let's go to church. And I was like, okay, I got to because it's my boyfriend's parents. I was like, oh, we're going to church. <laughs> and finally, when I went, I came and it was Easter, and they were doing baptisms. And I was like, this place, people care about everyone here. And with that, um, I kept on going for a couple, like, a couple more months, and Randall came up with me. She was like, you need to go to youth. Wait, who said that? Randall. Oh, that's <laughs> She's like, surprising. You need to go to youth. This is what you need to do. And I was nervous. So finally, Megan Coltrane, right there, um, she was like, Keely, come to youth. And I was like, okay, I guess so. And once I walked in, Timothy was like, tell me about yourself. And I was so nervous. But then I realized that everyone really does care for me at youth. And I'm here because I have great relationships with these people and the people over there because they really do care for me. And I can rely on them with everything. To be fair, I asked you, I was like, hey, tell me about yourself. And she was like, why? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> splendid start to our friendship. <laughs> Ellen? Um, I've been going to the same church since I was five. And before I came here, I thought I knew, like, so much about God. I thought I was such a good Christian. But then I came here, and I was like, I know nothing. <laughs> like, I'm the stupidest Christian here. That's what we go for. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and, like, I learned so much from Timothy and from Aaron and from everyone that goes here. And now, like, all my best friends go here. And I actually like to come to church. And I don't keep looking at my phone to see when the service is going to be over. And, like, when I don't come to youth, like, people care. Like, Aaron will text me and be like, why aren't you here? Like, please try to come. Or Aww. Timothy will text me. And it's just really nice to know that I'm cared about. It's awesome. Um, okay, so I've always, like, known Jesus, and both of my parents have both grown up in, like, spiritual families, but that kind of, like, died, like, whenever, like, I guess I was put into the picture, like, <laughs> not really, not like, like, that, nah, but, um, <laughs> um, so, um, my home is, like, very broken and lost, and, um, when I met the Field family, they poured into my life like no other, like, I my I do not have like a spiritual like home or family and they just brought me in and um they brought me to this church and like they got me involved and it was just like so eye opening and like so many like prayers were answered through them and um I kinda lack I lacked the um parent area and the home area and vintage like gave me that. Like um they gave me like spiritual family and a spiritual home to come to. So yours is similar, like you would say it's definitely relationships, but yours rather than just peer relationships, it's definitely like, not just mentors, but like you feel like spiritual parents that have like really care about you or invested in your life are not just like, okay, here's how to know Jesus, but like, here's how to succeed as a person, here's how to become the person you want to be sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's sir. Awesome. Okay. So I've been like in this church pant for my whole life, and so I was really connected at Riverstone. For a really long time, and when Vintage opened, my parents were like, "We should go there" because they felt really called to be here. 
So for a while, I felt forced to be here for like five years. I hated coming. Sorry to say it. <laughs> Sorry to say it. <laughs> but um, um, more recently, I found like a community here, and it's just so great because everyone's so loving and they're so encouraging. I'm really happy to be here. So. <laughs> so definitely, community is a big thing for you. That's awesome. Okay, so I, um, I kind of grew up in like a Christian family, and we went to this church. And I hated it every Sunday. <laughs> it was like I, it was like my burden. I hated it so much, and I had to go every single week because my parents were like church Bible study people, I guess. Um, <laughs> and so, so um, I ended up kind of finding like two friends there. Which one was Jackie Adams, which is in the back back there. Jackie, stand up right now. <laughs> That's Jackie Bell Adams. That's my best friend. Um, and so she, she like kind of helped me with a bunch of stuff while I was struggling at burnt, uh, at church. And <laughs> keep going, it's fine. So, <laughs> You're good. <laughs> You're good. It's so. Um, I, like, accepted Christ and got baptized, but it wasn't, like, like, it's kind of bad because the only reason I got baptized because my mom was nagging me, so that's not a good thing. Um, and then I ended up stopping going, stop, stopping going to church because it was, like, I have no friends here, I don't connect with anyone, and, like, I'm not even, like, getting closer to God or anything. So I stopped going to church for, like, a year and a half, and I, like... I got in, like, this hole of, like, hating myself and everyone around me, which is, like, a really bad place to be, and I don't recommend it. Um, And then Jackie, once again, um, told me to come to Vintage for, like, a month, and I kept saying, oh, I'll come, and I finally did, and I've been here for, like, two months now, and I think I've grown so much closer to God in these two months than I have in, like, my 13 years at the other church. (laughs) So what do you feel like specifically has been the biggest help for growth for you? Um, probably, like, like Tim, I guess, because we, like, come in, and it's just, like, I, like, came in the first day, and he was, like, my best friend. And I was like, man, this guy loves a lot. And so that kind <laughs> of, like, changed a lot for me because, like, I didn't have any friends at my old church. It was, like, not good. And so coming here and, like, only being here for a little bit and having so many new friends is just really positive, That's awesome. I guess. So I've been here since the really small vintage. And for a while, me and Timothy were not best friends. <laughs> Your um, opinion is that we weren't best friends. <laughs> he was my friend. I was not his friend. Um, and it was because of him no it was me Uh, and so I've always gone to this church and there was like a six month span where I just didn't like coming it wasn't five years it was only six months so I feel really bad Um, and I just didn't come like they'd find me at Taco Bell after youth and I'd be like grubbing my face in so and now I'm here forever and you like it or don't like it (laughs) yeah it's cool it's great okay so what what caused that transition to go from i'd rather go to taco bell and sit around to liking to be at church having one cell of maturity in my body (laughs) 
It is funny because it's true. We'll talk about we'll talk about what helped with that maturity later. Who's got the mic over there? Go ahead, Andrew. All right. So I've been a Christian all my life. I'm a pastor's son. I was basically forced into it. Um, <laughs> so wait, wait, hold on. Speaking of pastor sons, which pastor's son are you? Scott Crawford. The one with that the one with that fabulous bike over there. <laughs> the one with that fabulous knee scooter. Go ahead. Give it a honk. Oh, yeah. Wait, give it the honk. Do the honk. Shh, shh. Yes. Yes. Scott ruptured his Achilles tendon. It has the most fabulous knee scooter in all of Cobb slash Paulding County. In a second, he's going to do laps around the whole church. And well, we can do time trials later. Anyway, so Christian, your whole life. Well, yeah. Um, so I grew up going to this really big church and I didn't really feel like I fit in. And I've been going to this church since before I moved here, basically. Um, and then um, I've been going to youth ever since I could. And I just re- felt really at home. Uh, I've seen people come and I've seen people go. And these people here and sitting over there are the best I've seen so far. Oh, y'all are the best. What about the people out there? How do you feel about that? No, just, just they're pretty people. awesome. <laughs> Tobes. Um, I started going to Riverstone like probably like seven years ago. I went like really early. And um, when you were only like six one. <laughs> <laughs> He's always been this height. Yeah. All right. But anyways, but I went really early. We always had like youth, um, like every Sunday. And I always went, like a lot of my friends, we'd always go. And then one person stopped going and then the next person stopped going. And then before you know it, I was like me. And it was just me and this other kid, the only kids that went to youth, like every Sunday. And then he stopped going. I was older. I was the only one going every Sunday. I was just by myself. And I just felt so... Um, so stagnant in my faith like I was just going because I was bored like every Sunday and then one Sunday they didn't have it and I went to vintage because my sister had been bugging me to go for like the past two months and I was like nah I don't think it'll be fun but (laughs) (laughs) but I went because we didn't have um, youth that Sunday at Riverstone and I was just so overwhelmed like as soon as I walked in the door so many different people I didn't even know like Timothy was the first one that came up to me, screaming my name, and um, it was just so overwhelming. I just felt like that was the place that I needed to be at. Awesome. So. so a lot of y'all, kind of, uh, uh, there are kind of two things I see that are kind of consistent for all of y'all. The first one is it seems like people have been a big deal for y'all, like whether it's peer friendships, whether it's adults who look at you like, spiritual children or just people who are like mentor type people for y'all or whatever. It seems like there have been needs met in your life by relationships at Vintage. Is that fair to say? So um, whoever wants to, whoever has something to say. So I guess the question is, if you were to describe the need that your relationships at Vintage have met, what is that need? And, And how has Vintage met that need? Does that make sense? Go ahead. Who wants to go? Um, I felt like I really needed um, spiritual parents and a home, and Vintage has, Vintage has definitely, like, gave that to me. And, um, yeah. So you're just, you're, so describe that a little bit more. Like, how, how, is, how have they met that need of parent-type figures, spiritual parent figures? Um, basically just, like, guiding me and being examples of, like, Christ and just walking by faith. And um, it's really, like, 
influenced my life a lot, like showing me like what it looks like to be a Christ follower. Okay, that's good. So not just saying like, hey, Megan, here's what you should do, but also saying like, we're not even saying just living life in front of you has been profound. Yes. Okay, awesome. Um, mine was definitely friends. I got to a point of where high school, usually everyone goes through it. It's like you lose all your friends. And I was at that point, but um, I was at that point, and I was kind of lonely, and I didn't have any friends. I had, like, a couple people I talked to during school, and then it was kind of like, that's it. And then I go home, and that's what I did. I was a lot um, lonely. So when I started coming to youth, it was like people like wanted relationships with me and the funny thing is is that Mackenzie and me have gone to school for the past four years to each, like with each other and we probably talked a matter of like five times before you <laughs> and now we have like this awesome friendship with each other and I can rely on her with everything and I can rely on these girls and them right there and they listen and they encourage you and like make sure you know that like Jesus has like a passionate love for you all the time and they'll just text you and be like Jesus loves you you're beautiful and that's usually how our conversations go and it's like it helps more than anyone would ever like imagine so it's not just that it's like i have good friends it's that you have friends that are very intentional about being a good friend but also about like pointing you to Jesus yes. and that makes it like what like more meaningful more helpful what it definitely makes it more helpful like especially when i'm like feeling low and I'm like, why isn't he doing anything? And it's, they give me that patience and say, like, no, like, God is doing something with you. Like, you might not realize it right now, but he's really working in you. That's awesome. Okay. So I've never really had, like, a great group of friends at church, and I've always wanted that so bad. Like, I would look at groups of friends at church and be like, I'm so jealous of you. Like, please let me into your group, please. And so for a while in like my small group, it was just me and Laura. <laughs> yes. And um, so then all these girls started coming and it was just like we had just like formed this awesome group. And that's what I've always wanted. So like having oh my gosh, having that is so awesome. And like I know I can count on them to really like care for me. And they just like call me randomly. And there's like, how's your day? And it's so great. And just like never had that before. So it's awesome. Bethany. All right. So, um, <laughs> okay. So, like, my relationship, as I'm sure, like, all of yours with God is, like, a roller coaster. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's worse. And, like, becoming friends with all of these people, like, literally everyone that, like, goes to youth or anything that's involved with this church, everyone's so nice. Um, like, they'll see when I'm, like, having, like, a low, like, I'm at the bottom of the roller coaster or whatever. And they'll be like, they'll like help lift me up mm -hmm. in my faith and they'll put extra effort to like make sure I don't stray. Mm -hmm. And I think that's great because like if that happened, if that didn't happen, I would probably like get off the roller coaster and be like, oh, well, bye God. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so like, yeah, that's cool. Thanks guys. You're so yours is, yours is kind of similar to hers, but yeah. this. It's this direct encouragement to mm -hmm. stick with it, and, like, you're like, they can do it. Yeah. They're, they're encouraging me to do it, too. Like, when it gets hard, like, people won't give up on me. That's, oh, that's awesome. And they don't, they encourage me not to give up. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Um, for me, it would be uh, just male figures in my life that are just, like, um, affirming. Uh, like meeting Pitt, Cole, Tim, and Daniel, Steve. It's just, like, just knowing them. It's just um, it's very, like, overwhelming, you know. Um, like, after I got baptized, Cole handed me a book, and he would written, like, a full page of just, like, affirming me, and I, I almost, like, started crying. I was like, oh, man, this is good stuff. But, <laughs> but um, just um, being able to know them and have a good relationship with them, it's just a privilege. That's awesome. Um, so before Vintage, I kind of had a lot of surface-level friendships where it was like, I'll say hi to you at school, and you'll say hi back and we'll do the little how are you thing and then that'd be it and so I like I was like every Friday night I'd go and watch a movie with my dad which is like fun and great but like like that's not yeah (laughs) Um, all the dads are like yeah it is great isn't it (laughs) it was like it was awesome for a little while but like I want friends you know yeah so reasonable yeah yeah um, and then, like, you come to Vintage and, like, again, like, with the whole, like, best friend thing, like, I didn't even know Erin Hobbs. I met her at some girl's birthday party, like, a month and a half before, and she was, like, my best friend when I came to Otters that one day after church. And it was, like, the greatest thing ever. I was, like, oh, my gosh, I'm friends with Erin Hobbs. Like, this is happening. And, like, I, like, it's just, like, so loving to know that someone's there for you and, like, it's, like, such, like, a deep friendship like with everyone around me and it's just like awesome like whoa so kind of shifting a little bit i know other people probably have stuff to say but kind of like one thing that i'm picking up on is it who i think it was keely said it that it wasn't necessarily it's not necessarily that you just like it's absolutely good friendships right like you make good friends have good people but it's more than that like it shows you something about jesus it teaches you how to live live as a christian better it um, helps you understand God more or something like that. So specifically, how have people you've met, people you know, in whatever capacity at Vintage, how have those relationships helped you live your faith more? How have they taught you something about God? How, how have they changed the way you see God? Like, how has it actually influenced the way that you live as a Christian? Um, I'm very mathematical-brained. And I look at things very logically, and the way that God loves us is so illogical, so it's so hard for me to feel that and understand it, because um, I try to look at it from, like, a logic perspective. And I felt so much love from everyone at youth, um, Timothy and everyone that goes there and all the leaders. Um, so sometimes I, like, sit down, and I think about how happy they make me and, like, how much they genuinely care for me. And I multiply that by, like, infinity, and that's how much God loves me. So I know that like their love is like a fraction, like a tiny, tiny fraction of his love for me. And so I've kind of just felt God's love through them. And it's like inspired me to just move more in my faith because I'm actually understanding like what God feels for me. Um, so real quick, like that's actually kind of crazy, right? Like, (laughs) uh, so there's a, there's a, there's a guy named Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and he said that if you can't find God's presence and love anywhere, you can find it in Christian relationships. And it's just, like, that's so amazing that, like, through people, you have started to understand God's love for us. And, like, that's kind of what God promises in relationships, right? 
Um, so Megan, the question was, Megan whispered to me, what was the question? The question was, how have uh, your relationships at Vintage helped you live your faith more, uh, helped you understand God better, changed the way you see God and stuff like that? Like, how has it helped you live as a Christian better? Um, okay, so um, it's definitely taught me how to, like, be a Christian, how to, like, express to other people that I am a Christian. Like, just watching all of y'all, like, in this room, just, just like, be who you are in God has influenced me so much. Like, I don't, like, walk by myself anymore because I know God's with me because I can see him with every single one of y'all. And that, like, influences me so much just to, like, walk to watch people older than me and younger than me just um, trust God so much gives me so much, like, faith. And, like, it just influences me and impacts my life. So pause real quick. Like, I'm sure a lot of y'all think you come to church for you, right? Like, I'm going to worship. I'm going to hear something. I'm going to respond. I'm going to give. I'm going to do whatever. But Megan just said that a lot of y'all come to church for her. Like, the way that she sees y'all do things influences her. And that's, like, that's profound, right? Like, I think, I think all of us in some level want to have our lives be more than a paycheck and more than, you know, a house and some bills and whatever. Like, we want to leave a legacy. We want to do something that lasts longer than us. And Megan said just by y'all being here and being who you are, y'all are doing that in her life. So that's awesome. Like, y'all are crushing it. Way to go, guys. Thanks for making my job easier. Okay, so it just, like, amazes me that I used to hate public speaking because I would, like, start, like, shaking and I would just be like, I hate this. Like, please let me go sit down. And now, like, every time I go to youth or Bible study, I learn so much. And it just makes me want to go and, like, tell people about it. Because I'm like, you don't know this, and you so should. Because it just makes me, like, oh, God, it's just amazing. (laughs) It's awesome. Good job. Yeah, you heard that little clap for you? Like, that that little clap, it was like. (laughs) Go ahead, though. All right. So, um, like, (laughs) are All right. All right. All right. Um, so I said earlier that, like, I didn't grow up in a Christian family, but I was always, like, intrigued by the idea of religion and how it affected people and, like, seeing people that love God and how they love other people and, like, God's love radiates through them. And I always kind of wanted that, and, like, I had a Bible, and I would, like, sit down and try and read it, but it was so daunting to me because the Bible is, like, a big book, and, like, so much is going on. And, like, yeah. That's exactly what Josiah said last And so, like, when I started coming to Bible study, it, like, broke it down super nicely, and now I actually understand what it's saying, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It's awesome. Great things. Who else? So... A part of me feels like I wish God was, like, a dude that could walk around and that I could, like, shake hands with and, like, actually, like, physically talk to. Mm. But he's not. And I feel like Timothy and all the, all of the other leaders, like, even sometimes these people are, like, God to me. Wow. Um, like, yeah, all the time. So one of the things that we really stress for, like, youth leaders is this idea called, in, like, being incarnational. So incarnation talks about when Jesus put on flesh and became like us. And we say that, you know, John twenty twenty one, um, as the Father has sent Jesus, he's sending us. So we live as Jesus lived. And he gives us his spirit, and he wants us to live that way. So, like, 
we are constantly stressing that like, hey, like love of Jesus, power of Jesus, approval of Jesus, sensitive patience of Jesus. We need to display this. So like, real quick, if you're a youth leader, like if you volunteer with youth, raise your hand real quick. One, two, Daniel in the back, Natalie. Da- yeah, Daniel right there. Like, look, like here's the deal. Like they, they do it for real. And I'm sure like a lot of y'all, but these, they do it like week in, week out, like doing the stuff that Josiah says, like Natalie and James checking their two kids into childcare and being like, all right, we're going to go lead some small groups and play some silly games and pray for some kids. Like, and, and that's like the best we can do. And I think one of the things that we're hearing though, that, that we're actually doing a good job of, of as a body is like. Whether or not you know it, you are representing Jesus to them, and it's effective. Like Megan just said that, right? So um, that's something that I think is powerful for us and and powerful. So, like, real quick, if you want to pray for us, pray that we do that better, okay? Pray that we live as Jesus better. Um, So one thing that y'all are all kind of saying is that there's this intentional, like, spiritual development that we try to do, right? Like, it's not just like have fun and have good friends, but it's like, no, we're actually going to try to like build our lives on Jesus and form our hearts around Jesus. So specifically, how has Vintage helped you grow spiritually? Like, what is a way that Vintage has helped you grow in your faith tangibly in a concrete way that you notice day to day, week to week? Um, once again, like leaders. I kind of feel like they don't get enough recognition um, in the fact that, like, it, that we don't even you don't we don't even have to be talking about anything religious, mm-hmm. and I already feel like there's a, a, a spirit, a, a sense of God there. Wow. Um, like, even if we're talking about soccer, mm-hmm. like, I, it just feel welcomed. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I feel like is the best thing about this church yeah like even if i'm talking to the adults um it's really good that's awesome okay i have two things so the first one is something that timothy does which is awesome is he focuses a lot on like the history as well as not just the content of the passages that we read at like bible study and stuff and i think that's so cool because you like actually like know what is happening and like what is he saying why he's saying it stuff like that or what they're saying and then the second thing is at youth, we do this time at the end, which is like response time. And you kind of just like have your own time to really develop and grow in your relationship with the Lord. And it's like you're not sitting around anyone and it's just you. And it's really cool that we like build that time into what we do at youth. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I just, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that church could be like this. Like I didn't know that like you could worship the way that all of you guys do and I didn't know that like people could be so like close and you could feel the connection like the first time I came here to like Sunday morning church you can just like tell the way the pastor speaks to everyone he can like call people out and he knows exactly what's going on in their lives because everyone's so connected shout out Steve (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're welcome what else I already spoke but I'm gonna say something else oh let 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 let. okay so I came to vintage pretty much not knowing how to pray because I like I struggled because like there's no like immediate response it's not like I'm talking to Tim and saying like hey wish me luck on this like Mm -hmm. he can't say okay I'll wish you luck like it's like it's like you pray and then like there might be like a really subtle response or something but like it's like 
I need, like, instant gratification, I guess, which I, like, you don't really get by prayer. And so, like, the first Sunday, like, youth night I came, I had, like, three people pray over me. And, like, just having that be done to me opened my eyes to, like, so many, I don't even know how to explain it, so many, like, gracious things that could be in my life that weren't in my life before. And I think that's just, like, one of the basic things that I needed to learn and that learned I learned so quickly just from being here one night. That's awesome. Who else? Spiritual development, what's helped you? I think Mackenzie has something to say. I agree with Olivia and Emily. Um, I still kind of suck at praying. Um, <laughs> it's just not something that I could ever, like, remember to do. Or, like, like um, Olivia said, like, it's hard that it's not a conversation. You feel like um, it's just you kind of, like, talking to yourself sometimes. And, like, I know I've heard so many times that, like, we're called to, like, pray through our lives. Like, pray over everything we do. And that's, I've always struggled with that. And so when we have those reflection times and I hear people praying and then I have, maybe Sunday night might be the only time I pray the whole week. But, like, I'm so glad that we have those, like, four or five minutes, like, allotted, like, just to pray over, like, what we've just heard and pray over our week and stuff. Awesome. So I really like that. Yeah, um, one thing that, like, Vintage has really helped me in is a couple of Sundays ago we had... Uh, we talked about like waiting and like to like wait on like oh gosh okay it's like um just like just like waiting on God's response and like not being so anxious and to just sit and like know and be content in where you are and like that's something so big in like I feel like everyday life because we are so ready to move on to the next thing and to just be somewhere else than where we are and I think vintage has really helped me to just be content where I'm at and just to um be in the moment and to like just express God's love where you're at everywhere you go because it's huge like it's so so huge and I just really think that that's one thing that really vintage has put on my heart is just to wait be patient awesome. in the waiting so I know there's probably other stuff to say but we kind of got to wrap up so here's how I want to wrap up I want you you've got like 10 seconds or whatever so you've got everybody here. What do you want to say to everyone at Vintage? What is one thing that you would say to everybody? It can be thank you. It can be what, what, it can be anything you want to say. What do you want to say to everybody? Okay. Well, I want to say thank you to everyone here. Um, your presence really radiates God's love. And even if you don't do anything, you're here. And that's amazing to me. So you all rock. Awesome. Y'all are all, like, just, like, beautiful people, and I just feel so encouraged and loved by being here for, like, like just coming in the doors, and I'm, like, put in a better, more positive mood just by looking at you. And it's just, like, it's so wonderful to have, like, someone's hand on your shoulder to, like, walk through life and all of that. So thank you. That's awesome. Whoever wants, whoever wants to go. Okay. Jubby's got a mic. Jubby's got it. Um, <laughs> I would say um, thank you for the way you love each other. Because uh, in the Bible it says they will know that you guys are my children by the way you love each other. And so I see that and I see how welcoming you are and I use that to um, inspire other people. Mm-hmm. So And it all starts with you. So thank you for that. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you guys. Like, we look up to you every single day. And, uh, like, honestly, you guys give me courage when I have none. So, yeah, thank you. Aww. Um, thank you for being down to earth. 
Um, this is a very real church. Okay, I just want to thank you all for like loving us so much. Like, it really means so much that you guys like really care about us, and you don't just see us as like dumb teenagers, but like you really invest your time, and that means so much. Um, I just want to say to keep doing what you're doing because you're obviously doing a really great job considering everything that we've said. And just thank you so much for everything. Um, It's not just youth. It's Vintage Village out there, too. We look up to y'all so much. And I don't know if y'all realize it or not, but we're always looking up to how y'all love Jesus. And we want to strive because we're the future of Vintage and our community. And, like... For baptisms, y'all saw Emily Goodman. She was the first one, and I'm her ASP teacher. And, like, when I look at her in ASP, I'm like, this little girl has no idea what she's capable of. And I'm so proud of her, and, like, we're, like, the future. So, like, invest in us because it means more than y'all know. That's good. Are you going, Megan? Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to <laughs> challenge everyone to lead by example. Um, because I know a lot of adults like don't think that teenagers care how they're living.